tri-ball is ready. The tri-ball pinball podcast starts now. Do you feel the energy? I do. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, everyone. Welcome to the tri-ball pinball podcast. I am Johnny Pinball. And I am Matt McCarty. And joining us this evening, we have a good friend of ours and the proprietor of the Lumberjack Johnny's Pinball and Axe Throwing Lounges in Green Bay and Appleton, Mr. David Oshevsky. <laughs> Good evening, gentlemen. Happy to be here. Thanks for joining us. Yes, filling in for Neil yet again. We couldn't uh, make our schedules work, so that is why Dave is here. We did get to see Neil. Or I did you? I did not. I had to visit my family, which was back oh. on the side of the state he came from. So we kind of probably crossed paths. I was lucky enough to run into him at the Flippin' Fridays briefly for the tournament. Yep. So he's alive. He can play pinball still. All is well. Yeah, we played a game at Lumberjack Johnny's Wednesday night. Him and Tom showed up, and it was almost closing. And, of course, they're like, you want to join us? And, and Tom puts up a billion five, and then Neil puts up a billion some and has got two extra balls. I'm like, I, I'm just leaving, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they had to close anyway. Sure, yeah. It's not like you have the keys, Matt. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you think we should start with today? News? Uh, tournaments coming up, past tournaments, or our favorite buy-sell burn? Um, we do have a very interesting tournament coming up at Lumberjack Johnny's. Um, we finally put a date on it. January 27th. 27th, correct, in the uh, probably first ever Bond 60th heads up. First and very, may very well be the only, I don't know. Correct pretty rare occurrence i'm excited for that tom's going to be there streaming with his and he's going to have his machine we'll have ours there but um it's this is something that i'm very excited about just because i don't think this is something that everybody's going to do no and you you don't even see two of those machines together at pinball shows you know let alone in the same city right place yeah it's gonna be an amazing tournament i hope i can make it that weekend is a little sus for me but we'll see hopefully it, it's my birthday weekend and i had plans already oh i tell you decisions to make but so we've got that coming up in about what is that two months away correct we've got an amazing grand champion wrestling style belt so this is you know a nice great big wrestling style belt for the grand champion it's got bond on the front of it and big silver matt's already got one but i think this one's better yeah matt has one neil has one i don't have one this is my turn to win now's your chance would you say it's going to be the same format like that foo fighters where there's just objectives correct for those who don't know there was a foo fighters heads up at lumberjack johnny's green bay and a uh james bond pro one as well yes it's a really cool tradition i'm glad you're doing it yeah, I, I think we'll do less of those in Green Bay, more of them in Appleton, just because we've got more room there. And if uh, if we're going to have a stream it, if if Tom's going to stream it, it's a lot closer to his home, so it'd be, it, that makes it a lot easier for him too. A little synergy going on there. I like. I like. Now we could roll into the Appleton location. New to me, probably not new to you. You've been planning it for a while. So what made you decide to open up a second spot? So we we've had the escape room for years, and. We, we do a lot of corporate events in between the two. 
the the lumberjack johnnies and the escape room where we'll offer up combination deals where they can do an escape room smack throwing and have some drinks afterwards and this space opened up attached to the you know directly next to the escape room so we actually put our a double door in between the two and they're they're now physically attached so people exit the escape room and we encourage them to head next door for a bite or a beer and a pinball or extra it's it's had a nice buzz locally and we have just done a soft opening where we've told our friends and and family to come on by and check it out and it's been pleasantly busy we're doing our grand opening on december 9th which will we're kicking it off with a axe throwing tournament. We've got 14 lanes of axe throwing, and uh, it is uh, it is a great facility for that with uh, the lanes, the room, and the lighting we have. We recently had the Waddle World Axe Throwing League. It's kind of like the uh, axe throwing equivalent to uh, Pinball's IFPA, the governing body with the regulation and the rules. They had a pro-am tournament in Appleton, and we were one of their designated practice facilities. And, and we had a lot of people, a lot of owners from other facilities and axe stores from all over the world come to our place. And, and we got nothing but compliments on, on the, uh, the facilities, the, the boards, the setups, the lighting. We've got a full kitchen. Uh, we've got beer, seltzers, so you can have a little beverage while you play your pinball. And I think I saw you had a private lounge you could rent out. Was it the Birch Room? We do. We call it the Birch Room. It's a little uh, lounge off to the side. I keep telling Matt that's where we're going to play our... Or WWE right in there on the big screen. Nice. So not only do you have all that axe throwing, but you know what our listeners are probably excited about. If you are up to date, you have on the pinball map here, it says you have 23 games there. That's correct. With some heavy hitters there. Of course, Bond 60th. I'm seeing uh, the Beatles there. Galactic Tank Force. Godfather. GTF. Yeah, GTF, guys. Labyrinth. Don't forget Labyrinth. We got Labyrinth. Is that the only one in the state, Labyrinth? No, there's two in the state. I always had the first one. We we had ours just a couple of days after theirs. If we transition into Labyrinth, what made you decide to get that game? That was one that my wife decided we were going to buy before we seen any photos, any gameplay, or anything. She had heard Labyrinth, and she said, we're going to get it. There's a... Uh, there's a few games that she picks out, and there's a lot of games I pick out. So when she says she wants a game, I don't really argue. So the games that she's picked out are Willy Wonka, you know, Labyrinth, and then Scooby-Doo. So she's she's very heavy on the theme. If, she, if there's a theme she likes, we get it. All right. That keeps up with the slogan. Happy wife. Yeah. And for every five machines I buy, she picks out one, so I'm not going to argue. <laughs> That's a good ratio. Matt, um, you've, you've probably played Labyrinth more than me. Um, what are you thinking now that you have a couple games on it? It's fun. It shoots pretty well. I struggle with a couple of the shots here and there. The multi-ball mechanic is is the super jackpot mechanic. I really like a lot. It's uh, it's kind of different and very interesting. Where basically it catches one of your active balls behind a fork. And then you need to hit that ball directly into a spinner behind it. And the more spins, the more points. So it's pretty neat. Um, yeah, I still don't have a huge understanding, but I can... Th- that's usually me with any game that's not a Stern. Sterns, I, I get. I can dissect. I, I, I know how the rules, I know what's going to go on. I can figure out pretty much everything. But any other game, I, I struggle with a little bit, especially like Godfather, Labyrinth, GTF. Uh, I kind of get it. I need more time on it. And luckily, there's one in the area. 
but it shoots it shoots really well for their first game pretty impressive i don't know if you guys tune into other podcasts um too much i can't remember where i heard it apologies if it was your podcast it's very interesting i had commented that i got into the multi-ball on ball three at expo and i was kind of excited about it turns out they had it on easy mode at expo where everyone got a multi-ball on ball three so now i feel like i didn't earn it (laughs) (laughs) well I think it's set so uh, if you're on ball three, it'll light all three of your lock shots, and if you just hit one of them, you start multi-ball. That's the way it is at Lumberjack Johnny's right now. All right. So it could have been the same. So you didn't change the settings, Dave? Uh, not right now. I, we, we played it, but I'll wait till we dig, do a deep dive into it and get some real plays on it before we start changing things. Right now, it's in its, uh, it's got its new car smell, and everybody's just is coming in to play a game or two, so I'm not going to make it harder until... We start getting into our, our tournaments and leagues. All right. Makes sense. I think the question everyone is asking is, did you get the Barrel of Fun t-shirt? I, not only did I get one, I've got three t-shirts. That is amazing. Are you auctioning them off? I got one for my wife, one for Johnny Pinball, <gasps> and one to give away. Yes. You heard that, folks. I will do my next video in that shirt. Why, why aren't we doing a launch party? We should. Yeah, there's no Stern doesn't have the monopoly on launch party term. We can make a plaque. No, we we've done I've done launch parties on Bahala. We did a ladies launch party on GTF. We did a ladies launch on Scooby Doo, and uh, I don't see why we shouldn't do one on for Labyrinth. In fact, I'm, I'm going to reach out and see if they give us any prize support. Why not? Yeah, it's a great idea, guys. Be the first launch party. Yeah, too bad we didn't think of it sooner because you need that 30 days to get your IFPA approval you know well maybe it could be the warm-up tournament before the bond 60th like the weekend before or something could be for just funsies i know it's fine to wait because that way you know the game will get kind of put through its paces a bit and we'll figure more stuff out about it and i I do have to say we, we did have an issue with it and their their support was all over it right away it ended up being a real easy fix there was a screw that had come loose happens with pinball machines that's nothing out of the ordinary and it worked its way right into a a, a rollover switch and, and had fell into the crack of the play field and it had stopped the switch just enough to where it was indicated it was on so it was closed so that when we went through the test the test function and tried to you know bypass the switch it just was wasn't doing anything so then um message them they gave me a bunch of things to check i've been busy i didn't get a chance to check here comes chris from kingpin games he's dropping off another game for me and he says let's take a look at it we pop up the uh the play field and he turns his headlamp on and i say it's this switch right here with that screw stuck in it (laughs) and uh, (laughs) i didn't see the screw in it until his headlamp was shining on it i pulled it out and it worked beautifully it's always the easiest things i'm glad it was an easy fix yeah, hats off to them. They were they responded right away. They they had a potential troubleshooting tricks right away. They were uh, you know then they they were asking me you know what's going on with it. So it, it was really I was really appreciative of both uh, Kingpin and Barrels of Fun for hopping right on it. I hope that that's a indicator of their service to come. That that's important as an operator to get the service and the support you need. Yeah, kind of contrast that with maybe some other, you know, manufacturers here on our list. Um, do you want to talk about your experience with Haggis and Fathom? <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a touchy subject with me. <laughs> so I have had a mermaid on order for a very long time. And every time I email, it's going to be coming in another six to eight weeks. I, I've been reassured that it's going to ship by the end of the year, but 
Uh, we've missed several ship dates to the point to where they don't want to give me a ship date because they're up front and say they think they're going to miss the ship date. However, that, I don't know, they, they say it's COVID delays. I, I'm in manufacturing myself and that that's ship sailed a year ago. I don't think you can use that for an excuse anymore. And and from what I understand, they they said or what um what's his nuts um Damien that once you pay in full, you'll have your game in eight weeks. And you you paid in full in April, was it? End of April. Yeah. So hopefully it'll be eight months. Eight months, not weeks. Uh, it's not quite been eight months yet. I just it's close. Yeah, I just. I hope that they ship them before they start shipping Centaur. I would be a very bitter person if that happens. And they they tried to get you in on a Centaur as well, didn't they? Oh, I was I was interested in one too, but I'm I I don't know. After this, I'd I'd have to think long and hard before buying another one. And and if I did, it'd, it'd probably be on the secondary market because I I just. You know, and you know what? Maybe I'll get the game, and I'll love it so much that all of this goes away. But right now, there's a little bit of uh, concern and bitterness uh, with, with Haggis and uh, my my fathom. All right, I think it's good to hear your side of the story because we often hear it from the other side. Where uh, there's another podcast with one of their employees on it, and they've recently said that they're all shipping out or have shipped out for the Fathom builds, which is not true in your case. Well, and you know, I'm I'm forever enough. <laughs> And I, I really hope that they do get them all out and that they are successful. I, I encourage and want as much pinball as possible in this world. I just, uh, I, I'm not entirely happy with the uh, send me your money. We're going to, we're eight weeks from boxing and we've been, we've been a lot further away and I still haven't gotten an actual boxing date. And then, um, you know, I, I'm going to air freight it because I don't want to wait another three months as it crosses the ocean and gets stuck in customs <laughs> or lost. Yeah. Well, lose a pinball machine. I'm sure it's happened before. You just oh, yeah. don't want to have another excuse coming up. Yeah, that's a bummer to hear. On the lighter side, I'm going to have an Elton John here pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. I played that at Expo and absolutely fell in love with it. I, For me, I've always been an Elton John fan. I've got the Elton John and the Brown Dirt Cowboy home version. I've got the Captain Fantastic. And, uh, and and I'm going to have this one, and I'm very excited to get it. It's just being an Elton John fan, but this, you know, this game, it's uh, playing it. You know, it's it's got the Steve Ritchie flow, and and but it, it but then you've got it's offset with the Jersey Jack Flippers. So, yeah. <laughs> so are you thinking from testing at at Expo that the Flippers weren't as good as a Stern or as powerful, rather? Every manufacturer's got a feel to it. You know, Jersey Jacks, you can go from machine to machine they all have that same flipper feel just like a stern but you know and it's just it's my opinion it's not right or wrong it's just, <clears> I, I think that you, you can hop on any stern and the, you know what the flipper is going to do unless somebody's adjusted the settings but i mean in all honesty you can't trust a machine that's been ridden like seattle slew over a weekend that's an old reference but uh, and they turn the flipper power down so they don't burn up. Do they when they're at? Do they turn it like down? That. You know that game was being, I'd imagine, played all day. You yeah, you have a good point there. But any any one of my Jersey Jacks at home, I on even on location, I'll typically turn up the flippers just a little bit. Yeah, so make sure you do that when you get Elton. Jersey Jack went on the record saying they're the same flippers. It's just they're turned up higher. 
by default on Elton John. Okay. So I guess you'll see when you get it in the box. Check the default setting and be our reporter on that. Yeah, I, I've got a checklist for every game based on manufacturer. You know, Stern, the first thing I do is I turn down the uh, back box light on gameplay to 10% because I don't like that reflection. Then I, I do the same. The, I go to the trough settings and the, the trough kick out. I, I put that at 180 instead of 240 so it doesn't mess up your play field. And then uh, and then go through and make the, uh, the game adjustments. So with Stern's, this is just a thought. It's not in our script. I was thinking with that Insider Connect app kind of getting some upgrades now they have an actual app on the operator side of thing is there any functionality to remotely change the settings so i can see i can see the daily plays there are warnings on there if there's you know there's switch warnings and, and different things there are some errors and faults that show up on it it's um it, it certainly doesn't replace somebody being on site with eyes on you know it's not going to tell you if there's a stuck ball but sure. It, you know, if there's but a could you power. remotely say you had 10 sterns? Could you remotely change them all to free play for a tournament from your no, PC? No, I hope at some point that that comes. I I, just, I would love, you know, I've seen with the new updates that free play is like. It's the, number one. Number one now. Now, if you really wanted to make me happy, number two would be extra balls. So And number three would be comp mode. Yeah. Those are the three that, as an operator, those are the three you're always messing with when you go to a league or tournament. Right. And I, I sometimes forget about the extra balls. They were off at the TNC pub for, for a week or two until we stopped there. And even at, I turned them back on at Lumberjack Johnny's on Friday? Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm guilty of it. So if we have any super geniuses listening in the audience who work at Stern, you know, maybe work on that. So I have a quick question for you, Dave, and it might not be that quick, but as an operator, you've pretty much, and you basically have owned a game from every manufacturer. I mean, um, you've had your big Lebowski on location very briefly, but it was there for like a full tournament and obviously Stearns, Jersey Jacks, um, now the Barrels of Fun, um, not a Haggis yet or anything, Spooky, um let me know if i'm gottlieb i guess but <laughs> let me know if i'm forgetting anything but uh, out of the oh american pinball you've had a few so is there anyone that stands out maintenance wise or service wise like what are your favorites i guess or the the most people that have been the most pleasant to deal with and which games are just more robust we we by far have the fewest issues with stern you know we keep you know, coil stops on hand. So we, that's a known weak point for me anyway. Well, that's like buying shoes for your kids. Cause Matt's old mother Hubbard here. I mean, you're going to have to do it at some point. It's a consumable, <laughs> but so we've got that. Uh, Stern's support is not great. Now I go through my dealer Kingpin and that's superb. So a lot of times I'll just, I'll get on, I'll get on the phone with, kingpin and they just take care of it where you know if i have any you know if i have any board issues it's it's you know now i've actually bought bought some and i have so some in inventory that i keep because we have enough sterns but uh kingpin would send me one and i'd, I'd send them the, the bad one and they'd just take care of it for me but uh, you know they i think they've gotten better but it's still it's still not like a you know the spooky or an american where 
where they've got some definite uh, customer service, in my opinion. But the other, you know, I, I've, I've had the fewest problems with Stern, whereas, uh, you know, a spooky, they're great games, but you're always fiddling with something. Big Lebowski, we had, uh, I had an issue with the cable, but once that got replaced, I never had any issues. I haven't had any issues with that. We play a lot of that. The reason why that's not on road is because we play a lot of it at home. That's the only reason why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, American, American's been pretty bulletproof. I don't ever remember having to fix anything. Well, we had a couple issues with uh, uh, Legends of Valhalla, but it was uh, uh, it was taken care of right away. Yeah, like that that night at the launch party, and that's that's when uh, Dave Brennan was working their customer service, and he was the best at it. He was amazing. Yeah, I, I, you I, call him whenever. Yeah, and, he, and we, we we probably. <laughs> abuse that relationship a little bit yeah a, a lot little of times bit. Call him, hey this is happening and he would drop whatever he's doing to help you but uh you know there's times where i you know off hours or on a weekend he, but he always answered so well that's that's interesting to hear ben you have one of these games but not on location but a p3 i would never put that on location say that again you broke up i would <laughs> never ever put a p3 on location uh clipped it is uh, um the games are fun i enjoy them but i'm i'm constantly having issues either it be module related or machine related in fact uh i i gotta dig into it right now because well, i think you were were you playing it when yeah it yeah I, I so matt's playing it the game freezes up and i'm like oh we just got a power cycle it does that sometimes so it's you know it's, it's happened it's such a common occurrence it is i'm not even upset by it anymore and um i turn it back on but none of the buttons respond so i messaged the guy i got it from who's a a dealer and he's always been great to help me but um he just you know hey man i'm at deer camp i'm like yeah it's no big deal it's just at my house let me know uh he messaged me back later and he says check the batteries maybe the batteries out other than that i'll i'll contact him Let's get together on Monday. I didn't call him today because I was busy, but you know, it's always been little issues with it. I, I wouldn't trust it on location because I know I'd be sending somebody out, either myself or, or Patrick, my tech, to go take a look at it. And that's not something I'd lift the hood on if I was just there casually playing. No. I mean, I'm happy I'm happy to help you with the little things. Stuck balls, maybe a rubber here and there, but uh, I'm not touching it. I've seen the inside of that P3. I'm, I'm not cut out for that. It, it is a great home machine. Especially if you've got limited space, because you can easily switch out the modules. And yeah, I now own every module. So you don't have any intention of getting rid of it in your home environment. Um, I don't think so. I, I really like you know fi- I'm really liking Final Resistance. It is a great game. It 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 feels like the most pinball game that they've had. I think that's a compliment too. That's been right because the play field is static on Final Resistance, or mostly static. Mostly static. I, I'm. I mean, I'll admit I'm a huge fan of Scott Denisi too. His music and and his light shows, you know what? What he, you know, the things he did with TNA, and you know, I, I know he was on Rick and Morty a little bit, but those are all games I like. Yeah, I, I see a TNA right behind you in camera. So, yes, yes, there is one behind me. I I, I miss that at District 82. It was always a fun play. Do you still have the power balls in it? <laughs> I do, I do. I uh, I took out the balls. There's no magnets in it, so I took out the balls and put in. The ceramic power balls from the Twilight Zone in it, and now it is just ridiculously fast and and fun. 
Yeah, Johnny, I was in the middle uh, in the middle of playing Final Resistance, and I was I was like, oh, bummer. I was trying to get a good feel, but yeah, the inserts it looks cool. It looks like an old school like pinball machine kind of. So out of the modules, like we hear a lot about, so we hear a lot about Final Resistance, we hear a lot about Weird Al and Heist. Would you say those are their best three games, or just the most public of the three games? Um, it's like anything is subject to opinion. My personal favorite is Final Resistance. Then um, it's a toss-up between Heist and Lexi Lightspeed. Weird Al is great when everything's working. Cosmic Card is probably in in Ken. Cosmic Card I, I like, but I don't play it a lot. And Ken Lagoon, I could you know I have it, but I could take it or leave it. Do you have the what's that drained? Is that what it's called? That one I don't. I seen the video and the play on it, and it's just. I, I guess I, I don't have them all because I don't have that one. I don't know if I'd buy that one. It looks like it's a lot of. Uh, uh, shooting up on the top and then nudging around to try to hit all those targets. I don't know if you're big into PC gaming or whatnot, but that like font and everything reminds me of the classic Mac games, like from the late 80s, the Macintosh games. I wonder if he was going for that. I uh, I had those on discs and I'd go to the computer lab in school. Does it, does it not just look like that, Matt? Yeah. Yeah, that's what makes me curious to play it. I, I mean, I would like to play it. I would, that's I mean, those are one of the ones where I definitely want to play it before I buy it and the, the chances of me running and somebody has one isn't very likely. Yeah, so I'm getting like Dark Castle vibes from it. Yeah, pretty cool. What do you say we take a little break here and go on to a segment that we like to call Buy, Sell, Burn? You guys excited to burn a game? No, because they're all Steve Ritchie games. Well, all right. Spoiler, cat's out of the bag. Steve Ritchie games because Elton John's coming out. We heard the Black Knight Topper might be rerun, so that'd be a good time to do Steve Ritchie games. And with a little twist, they're all Steve Ritchie Sterns. Stern advertiser rerunning it. It's like Black Knight Friday. Oh, that's a cool out. pun. They they did a Facebook post about, and they showed their, we're doing the Topper so, again. So, yeah, I know Matt's got one on order for Venom. <laughs> Oh, gosh. It'd be so cool. But the games are Led Zeppelin Premium, Black Knight Sword of Rage Premium, and Star Wars Premium. All right, Matt, go. Um, Definitely buy Star Wars Premium. That's that's not a hard choice. I, I enjoy that game. The premium can be a little frustrating if the kick out from the Death Star isn't good. Or, you know, making the shot, that's why the pro's nice for your hyperspace hurry-up. You just need to, you know, you can backhand it. You don't need to go all the way up the ramp and go into the hyperloop. Um, but still a great game. Lots of cool modes. I'd I'd sell... I'd burn Black Knight. And I'd sell Led Zeppelin. I do like the Led Zeppelin premium. I really enjoy spinners. And the center spinner is very satisfying. And I like that. So that's those are my choices. Very interesting. I never took you as a Star Wars guy for your favorite game. Well, it's we only have three of them to choose from. All right, Dave, do you have an opinion? Yeah, I I would buy Led Zeppelin Premium. I would trade Star Wars Premium because I have one, and I, I think I would just rather have the Led Zeppelin Premium because ah. I don't have one. And I, I would burn Sword of Rage uh, just because it frustrates the shit out of me. <laughs> that's two burns for my baby i am buying black knight sort of rage because it's a black knight game and it has amazing music i think the premium's better than the pro the pro is just empty 
kind of like Led Zeppelin Pro. The premium just completes the game. Now, that upper playfield, yeah, it could have a little bit more on it. But otherwise, great game. And the Magna save should be in the right right position. So I think that's a day one mod. Move the Magna save button to the flipper button side. Oh, that frustrated me so much at the tap room. I, I was on Black Knight, and the ball was, like, resting on the post. Like, it wasn't flying into the out lane, and I hit Magna save, and it just falls down in the out lane. You're like, son of Come a... Come on. Steve Ritchie, yeah. Or I guess you probably just yell stir, and they probably cost cut it. Because, I mean, they had the second button for Munster, so you know they can do it. Yeah, but right. now you have... I mean, you got a custom cabinet and a custom lockdown bar. Or you can just keep rolling with the same one that you use for everything else. But they could reuse the Munsters cabinet. I already had the holes drilled. They could just put a plug on the other side. And it could still have the lockdown button also work. You know, kind of glow like it does. But oh, that's my opinion. So I would sell Led Zeppelin Premium. I think it's a fun game. The only thing that game is missing is a kickback. It's so designed for kickback, but doesn't have one. Otherwise, the premium's perfect. Such a fun game. And then I'm going to burn Star Wars Premium. Sorry, guys. I think the was it the Hyperloop gets in the way of your of your vision a little bit. I know that's not the main reason. And um, then if you don't make all your shots, if you you know how the was it the Death Star shot has that little ramp that comes up. Well, if you get it around the backside, you got to wait for the ramp to lower to get your ball back. So it kind of kills the flow. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And I prefer the pro for those reasons. Did I convince you, Matt, to switch any of your votes? No, and I, 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 I think they're all great games. I do like Black Knight a lot. It, it, when you get going on that game, it's great, especially the premium. If you get like the six ball, multi ball, if you have the skill to do that, it feels very satisfying. But I mean, just out of the three, I guess I'd want more time on on Zeppelin than Black Knight with the spinner in the middle. And they, I mean, they got the spinner sound perfect on the on Led Zeppelin. It's just. It's mint. Unlike, this is my, sorry, yeah. Georgie Zach. Unlike your sound design, your sounds just don't work for me. Except I saw an Elton John, they used like that Star Trek next gen for the alligator, or crocodile, little sound effect. Thought that was perfect. Uh-oh. I can remember the exact moment when I knew I wanted to burn Sword of Rage. Oh, no, tell me. <laughs> no, I had it. I had it in my house, and I played it and played it and played it, and I thought I had racked up some pretty decent scores. And my friend Russ comes over and he's like, do you mind if I GC your sort of age? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Like on ball two. He had- was he camping in the upper play field? Um, yeah, he was. He just had a great game. He was doing everything right. He was up in the upper play field. He was everywhere. It was. It's not hard to get back up on that upper play field. I didn't know it was worth that a whole lot of points up there unless you just got catapult multi-ball or whatever, but... It's, uh, you know, that, that the one thing I did like about that game is it is relatively easy to get back up in that upper play field. There's some games where I just struggle to get up there, but that's one where it was easy to get up. It's doable. I mean, the hard part is the night because he's so close to the flippers, I think, at least, because if you miss, comes right back at you. Yeah. Um, there is rumor along with the topper that they're going to remake an LE version of this game because Stern's been doing a lot of LEs. You got Jurassic Park 30th. You've got Blood Rest Kiss LE, and this one's swirling around. I... I named it the King's Ransom LE. I don't know if that's what it's going to be called. That's a good name. Think this gets remade? Yeah, they should just throw a D&D theme on top of it. I'd buy it. Oh, okay. Dun- that's a good Dungeons segue. And Dragons. <clears throat> so there's a lot of rumors floating around. Obviously, uh, Jaws is the probably the most solid. But then for Stern, the next rumors are Dungeons and Dragons, Pokemon... 
Pokemon. And John Wick, I believe. And then the Metallica remake. Yeah. That's what Kaneda's been saying. Yeah. And then Jersey Jack, Harry Potter, and The Matrix. Yeah, but those are a long ways away. They haven't even shipped Elton John yet. Correct. If we're going to focus on Stern with Jaws coming, uh, under over, I guess, you guys, what do you guys think it's going to come out in December or January? I'd say January. I think if it was going to come out yet this year, they would have uh, probably already got it. I think they would have probably already... I mean, what do I know, though? They would have probably listed it so people would get it for, for Christmas. I'm thinking next year, too. They seem to always have something. Was that spring show? Is it IAPA in early January? Well, no. IAPA just just happened. just happened. Oh, well, there's a spring show they always do. Texas Pinball Festival? MGC? Where did they reveal Munsters? I don't know. Midwest Gaming Classic. Anyway, I'm going to look it up. You guys uh, can fill the air here. Jersey Jack actually released Wonka at the MGC. But anyway, do uh obviously Dungeons and Dragons would be a theme you'd be interested in, Dave. Yeah. I am Dungeon Master, your guide in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. It's one of my big hobbies uh, outside of pin- my hobby right behind pinball, but I would uh I have an original D&D game. In fact, I need to pull that out. It's been in it's been in my shop entirely too long. Yeah, I didn't even know he still had it. Yeah, that's what I'll never sell. So, theme options, Dungeons and Dragons. We have the the most recent movie. We have the animated 80s TV show. Cartoon, right? Yeah. Yeah, animated. And then you could just do it on, like, the lore and the art of the game and the manuals itself. What What direction would you prefer they would take on that? You know, part of me wants the 80s the 80s uh, cartoon, but I don't know what the licensing would be on that. I'm just guessing it'd be easier to license something like that movie. What I did like about the movie is that they had a lot of fan service in there, and they had even the 80s cartoon characters were in the the, uh, the final fight there in that that labyrinth uh, coliseum. One of the uh, one of the other parties in that fighting that was them, just in human form. There's a lot of fan service in that movie, so I think that they could do it off the movie and make everybody happy. Fair enough. And this just in, the show that is in spring is the CES, January 9th. The Consumer Electronics Show? I, that's my prediction when we'll see Jaws. Hmm. Dungeons and Dragons, I think that's going to be the summer release. Um, probably John Borg would be my guess. He'd do a good job with it. Where did that rumor come from? Rumor Corner, of course. Rumor corner. It's been floating around. Rumor corner. You need you need to get back behind the paywall, Dave. Uh, I refuse. <laughs> is there what, what is there a paywall I don't know about? Canada. Oh, his paywall. Okay, yeah. But other people have talked about it. I thought Zach Many might have mentioned it as well, but I could be wrong. It's hard to keep it straight because if you listen to more than one podcast, you're like, where did I hear that? I I listen to just about all of them. As I'm working or driving, I do a lot of driving, so. And I do have a recommendation to our listeners out there, and we appreciate you listening, is you should vote for us in the Twippy Awards. Oh, yeah. That's coming up December, I want to say December 18th-ish. Voting will open, and we would qualify for favorite pinball podcast or new pinball podcast. Why not both? Yeah, why not both, as Dennis Creasel would say. But I'm going to be torn this year. Oh, you, you better vote for us. Well, I'll vote for us. I mean, I won't vote for Canada. Um, well, he'll get, like, my second vote. 
but like my favorite pinball location. Oh, yeah. Used to always be uh, District 82. If that's on the ballot. It always is, and always does Jack Wagon Arcades in Illinois win it. But now, ooh. I'd still vote for District 82. I want him to get it at least once. Be nice to see. He would need to run a marketing campaign because clearly those other places get everyone to vote for them. Yeah, they got the friend vote or whatever. Like. And I just don't see Eric doing that. Yeah, he doesn't. I don't think he. He, he knows what he has. He doesn't need a, a trophy to be proud of it. I just confirmed it is December 18th. Voting does start. So everyone, be ready. I expect your vote. So... Refresh my memory. Are you voting for nominations or is there a pre-vote to get nominations? That was changed this year. It's just a single vote. This could be chaotic because in the past you had the nomination. So it was down to like 10 options. Right. Now it's just you just vote. The only rule is you have huh. to be in the TWIP database. So if you were to go to the TWIP pinball promoters database, if our, anyone's name is in there, they're eligible to be voted on. Okay. Are, are we in there under tribal though, or is it under like the pinball? I will check right now, but I would, I'm very certain. Because I was looking for it the other day, but it's big. It's big. You know what I mean? So it's kind of hard to navigate the page. If you're looking for a certain podcast, you just got to sit and click and click and click. We are under there under Tribal. That's T-R-I-B-A-L-L. Nice. And while you look us up, how about someone give us a review? We don't have any reviews yet. Appreciate a five-star review. That would be great. So yeah, it's under that. It's not underneath uh, the Totally Pinball Network, if that's what you're asking. Back up. You just asked for a review. Where's that review at? This Week in Pinball. This Week in Pinball, okay. Because they have the, the promoter's database. Let's get back to the rumored games. Those are the Stern... Jersey Jack, they'd have a lot of money on their hands if they had those licenses. Dutch, I mean, Back to the Future. Matt, we need to go back to the future. That would be a game you'd want out, like, right before Christmas, because, like, wives could buy it for all their, all the men my age. Oh, your wife's going to buy it for you? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, okay, I'm just going to be, I'm going to keep it 100, <laughs> as the kids say. Uh, Dutch has a very shaky track record. They kind of screwed over all their buyers on the Big Lebowski. And then they were kind of reborn where they're like, hey, for every like four games you buy, we'll give one to someone we promised a game to a decade ago. Do you really trust them to deliver? Is that what that Achievers Edition is? That's exactly what that is. I didn't know they were making games that long, I guess. Yeah, my experience was I said I want to order one. They said it is roughly a 12-month waiting period for before it ships and then another six weeks to get over here. And it was right on. So I, I paid my deposit. Um, they completed the game. They shipped the game to the U.S. I think I paid my final balance when it arrived in the U.S. before it shipped to me. Uh, was that through Cointaker? It was through Cointaker. Okay, I think... Yeah, that's when some legitimacy came to the companies when they partnered with them. That was after they had, everyone thought they had just left those people high and dry, and then they kind of came back. So you got yours within the promised time. That's uh, that's good news. But do you think they have the capacity? I feel like Back to the Future is a is an A-tier theme. Like, they would sell Guns N' Roses levels of them. Well, yeah, it's the ultimate theme. I mean, and I know there's, I'm saying that from a man my age, but that's one of the most popular movies that people just love and it has been just a classic every it's the right demographic for for pinball like pretty much 40 to 60 they say 
Well, maybe for the people that are buying the pinball machines. Right, for that these are buying, yeah. tournament players that are all young boys. But, uh, yeah, it'd be good. But it, I don't see, if you want to be realistic, like, that'd be a tough license to get, I think. And, you know, you can't really get Michael J. Fox to do call-outs. Yeah, you can get Christopher Lloyd, perhaps. but Or maybe just if they could use movie clips, you know. Yeah, I think movie clips... Kind of like Pulp Fiction doesn't have real callouts; it has movie clip callouts. Correct. You could kind of use that. Could go that route, and maybe um, you could just get a voice actor who's just very enthusiastic. Because sometimes you get these actors, like maybe in the Queen game, where Brian May is like jackpot. You know, someone with a little more enthusiasm. Stranger Things, extra ball. Yeah. Oh, David Harbor. <laughs> that is that is the most disappointing extra ball ever. Extra ball extra ball and that was probably the best one after 10 takes speaking of pulp fiction dave uh any any updates on when yours is shipping nothing i don't i I love chicago gaming though that that's another company where their stuff just works um i know they're really slow to do their cactus canyons i got an early one because i put mine on location but I've been very happy with it. It's performed well. I like it. I've played, I've only played Pulp Fiction. I missed MGC Pet this past year, but uh, I did get to play it at Expo for the first time and I really liked it. It's a, it's a great shooting game. It's almost there for me. I don't think they went retro enough, um, meaning there's not an option to have the music downgraded to like what it would be at the time, like a, like a Williams sound system style, like the MIDI sounds. I feel like if they're going for the, the alphanumeric, you got to have the alphanumeric sounds. Uh, I, and I'm the guy that takes the old games and puts the new sound in them. Yeah. <laughs> so you, do you, uh, what is that? Is that pin sound? Is that um, a product that does it? I've done pin sound, but I've also taken some MP3 triggers and, and double stack switches and stuck them in games. I did that for Nugent so that I can get my own sounds. And, and I just... Well, Nugent, that's pretty basic. I could, I'll forgive <laughs> you on that. I bought product too. I just bought... Uh, forgive me, I don't remember the name of the manufacturer now, but I bought a uh, like a, a board that hijacks a signal in Silverball Mania and gives you new gameplay. But I, I seen the the wave file trigger that you're using on it, and it's the same one. It's the same trigger I used in the past, so I knew I could work with that. So I loaded my own music on it, and I really like it. All right. So what I'm hearing out of this is I could create my own custom soundtrack for Pulp Fiction and downgrade it. People do that a lot, don't they, though, on, on other, like, people? On Stearns, yeah, Stearns apparently it's somewhat easy on Stearns. Basically an SD card. Now, there, you, you could do that prior to Insider Connect. Correct. Because they'll know. Now Big Brother is watching. No, it, it's, not, it's not that they're looking, but you're rewriting the code. And, you know, when you, when you update the game, you re, it rewrites that SD card. And I think it's like a game of cat and mouse where you have to get pinball browser, certain version. Whenever that version comes out, the games, it's like, oh, it's compatible with Deadpool 1.3, let's say. Then like the next day, Stern releases Deadpool 1.4, and 1.3 is gone from the internet, so you can't really update it unless you had it. I know, you know, and I'll leave this person's name out of this for the safety in case the FBI is listening, but they had the Jurassic Park newest code, but with the film assets. And from what I understand, you know, the guy that does the film assets makes new code when new code comes out. So he patches the patch to block the code? 
yeah what yeah basically because i was just playing the game and it, it was uh the brand newest code with all the film ass- assets there might be ways of, you know i'm not a programmer it's beyond me right i i did buy a pinball browser just to um extract sounds from the game so if i wanted a sound effect to use you're on fire but I mean, like, I think Travis Murray said that he put, like, hip-hop music on his Iron Maiden, you know, or, you know, some people have different music on Beatles it's legendary, or Guardians. that Iron Maiden. So. I don't see why you'd want to change Iron Maiden music. It's already perfect. That's yeah, pretty good. Well, not hip-hop, anyway. No, not hip-hop, no. It's an Albany expression. I see. All right, lost my train of thought. We were talking about CGC. Uh, so shipping 2023, probably not going to happen. I was told to expect it mid to late 23 i don't know if i'm not i'm not worried about it i didn't you know it's a, it's only deposit it's not like they have all my money yeah and they've they've never not delivered in the past yeah. so relatively low risk other than you risk the chance of you know passing out from old age before getting it <laughs> and then american pinball it's like cuphead was rumored so was he man whoa 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 matt matt what's before cuphead is that video they just dropped. Did you see it? I did not. They put out a two-minute trailer for Galactic Tank Force Signature Edition on why you should buy it. Oh. It's pretty It's pretty epic. You should watch it. Wowee. Wowee indeed, Bobby. Hello, I'm Major Duke Moonwalker, here from the future to tell you about a great offer from American Pinball today. The top-of-the-line exclusive release. Galactic Tank Force Signature Edition. Yeah, it has a lunchbox and it's got the actors in it and some kid uh, playing the game. They're telling the kid about all the features. Oh, so American Pinball must not uh, breach my YouTube algorithm. I-, I grabbed it from Pinside. I didn't see it either. Yeah, so they're basically they're saying buy the Signature Edition. It comes with a poster. It comes with a banner. It comes with a lunchbox. They're still selling those? They need to sell 200, they said. Don't you get, like, a leather jacket with centaur or some shit and a helmet? <laughs> a badass leather leather jacket, yeah. Two years after you pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's only in size small. <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, once GTF uh, rolls off the line with their final tank edition, then we're hearing Cuphead, right? Well, that, and then I've heard three original themes. What? Like, I don't know. the. That's all I've heard is three original themes. I've heard I've heard that from Canada, but before I heard Canada talk, uh, I've heard David Fix talk because he likes to talk. And last year he was talking about his favorite subject, Barry Osler, and he was saying after GTF they'd have his game, and that was like last year. Oh, I single level food truck. Well, back then he didn't say it was single level. No. But yeah, that's something what like that. I heard. I mean, food truck was not. I I recall seeing pictures of the game, like uh, the actual mechs, like the soda fountain where you'd hit the ball into like the soda fountain thing and get points it was like a coin pusher or something too yeah it's kind of weird maybe i mean i feel like that sells maybe a hundred if that's what they make it's tough even if they play good it's it's tough to get people excited with an original theme so what what was the the thing on the signature edition um video that you felt was an easter egg to the next theme Oh, I don't... Okay, I'll take that back. I don't think that video had Easter eggs in it. I think that video was a sign that... They weren't moving forward very fast? Well, that they need to sell them, because David Fix had said 
famously now, it's kind of a meme on Pinside, that he gets 50 calls a week for GTF Deluxe Editions. But yet they stated in a marketing video that they halted Deluxe Editions in lieu of making the signature editions. So, like, why wouldn't you continue to make an, an item that's selling? That's insane. Like, I, I'd have a hard time believing that. Yeah, but, but Fix is a salesman. I don't believe a word he says. I love my GTF. You know, I love it too. I love to hate it. I love to hate it. I love it. I hate it. It just depends on the day of the week. I love it so much, though, that I bought a banner. They put them on their website for sale for 99 bucks. Wow. I had a pretty good game on it during the tournament, so I was happy. I beat Nathan, which he's not familiar with that game. It's hard to beat that guy on anything. Zelensky? Yeah. He's a good player. Yes, but I knew how to start multi-ball, and that's what I did. And then I pounded the tank. Pew, 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 pew. Encounter. Stupid robot. Did you pack your fudge, too? Chock full of nuts. <laughs> game, everyone. Everyone will remember Galactic Tank Force. Oh, yeah. I'm on their website right now. Where do I buy this banner? Right by the Legends of the Hollow One. Here's the thing. Has anyone ever bought anything from Stern? Y- yeah. Like, I bought their uh, Translate holder that lights up. Okay. Okay. So that was a hundred some dollars, uh, you know, kind of expensive for what it is. But anyway, I ordered it. That shipped the same day and got to my house the next day. Nice. I've I've just bought merchandise and like it's been pretty quick. For America Pinball, I ordered this and it's been crickets. <laughs> so I don't I don't know if I'm ever gonna get it. Oh, not even like a confirmation or nothing. We received they just your took order. my money. I um I've. When they announced that they had um, the the CPUs and the uh, node boards, I immediately bought some for extras because I had been waiting and waiting to put some of those extras in. The uh, AP node boards? Is that what you mean? Or Stearns? Stearns. Oh, okay. But I think this banner looks really cool. It's got Captain Kyan on it, on it on the moon planet. Yeah, it's a good looking banner. Yeah, I'm trying to buy one right now. That's two sold AP because of Johnny Pinball. Yeah. <laughs> you should you send me a shirt. Back, yeah. You should get a lunchbox. I'll take a lunchbox. They're not selling those unless you buy the deluxe edition. It's got that through like uh, lenticular art as well, translator. Yeah, that that's all actually the signature edition. Allegedly, you can buy the lunchbox. You just don't get the thermos. That's what's exclusive. Oh. Yeah, unless they're gonna walk that back. I I I'd survive. Not that I'd ha- ever have a American pinball lunchbox coming. If I was to buy a lunchbox, it'd be a triple drain lunchbox. Let's be honest here. Yeah, one with Joel Engelberg's face on it. Well, Mint. I don't need that. Mint. <laughs> He's the only one we haven't had on yet. Should we invite him next time? Oh, yeah. We could. Do you think he'd do it? We're going to try to get the triple drain people, I think, to the Bond 60th. Heads up. And or Tom wants to host a tournament, like a triple drain hosted pinball tournament. And we get Travis and Joel up here. You know, oh, like at do it Tom's at, house or a public like, like a, probably at Lumberjack Johnny's. So, guys, uh, Dave, uh, we got to ask Dave the question while we got him here. You know, do you tournament direct, Dave? I do lightly, and um, I mean, there's tournaments where I, I've directed because I, I had to, but um, I do. But it's usually a really challenging question. I'll defer to Matt. Yeah, I mean, if you happen to, you know, maybe have one of those questions right now. Oh, that'd be a perfect time for it. It's time for the world famous segment. Is Matt a bozo or a super genius? I can tell you the biggest question I have to Matt is, all right, we're in a multi-ball. We got a stuck ball. When I open this door and the ball held on the flipper drains, 
is uh is it gonna come back or did we pull the switches it's best to pull the switches you know stern stern has a setting and and it's like now i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna be a bozo in this i can't know the exact name of the setting but it's like the ball save ball save on coin door open or something coin door ball save so if the coin door is open it'll save the but ball. i haven't really seen that work not I haven't really tried it, I guess. I should go try that on Godzilla right now. Uh, it worked on Jurassic Park the last turn that the Venom launch. So base so basically once you shut the, the coin door, it's just gonna auto launch how many balls you lost while while the So But then that would be a problem too, because if you're getting the stuck ball, you would just have to drain that one. You couldn't put it in the shooter lane because as soon as you close the door well, it might launch it and then try to throw one out of the trough. Yeah, I suppose that'd be fine. I don't know if I did the right thing or not, but you know the door was open, so the flippers were dead. I had just deactivated the switch. I uh, I put the ball in the shooter lane. You know the one that was in the flippers had drained. When I put the glass in, put the bar in, locked down the locked down the bar. As soon as I I closed it, it shot the ball that was in the shooter lane out, and then added the other ball that drained. So they were right back into the multi ball. So it worked out pretty well. Yeah. All right. Well, there's our answer on that one. You were on the other side of the room. I still don't know if I did the right thing or not. Was it the right thing to do to put that in the shooter lane? Yes, especially because there's uh, what what else can you do? You know, just like throw it, th- throw the ball up the ramp and try to close the glass real quick in the door. Hold on, we'll get your flippers back on. Hopefully, this takes a long time. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hope and a prayer. Shove it in the T Rex's mouth. Yeah, I've already done the the bad move. You know, just during, I don't know if it was during league or what it was, but there we, we had some type of event. I know it wasn't anything big or important, but, you know, I, I had pulled the, the switch out on the coin door so that you energize the coils again. I said, here, hold your ball, you know, hold your flipper and hold the ball. And I put everything on there. But no matter how fast you think you're going to close that coin door, that little power blurp is enough to put that ball in motion on a flipper and potentially mess up that 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 player. That was the wrong thing to do. Oh, I've, I've never really seen that. Or the cradle. So the cradle just gave out, basically? Well, when you when you close the door, you have a brief instance. You, you know, you, you, you have that coin door button. You pull it out so that you re-energize your Oh, button. I see what you're saying. Instead of... I'm, I, I thought you meant just disabling the buttons, like, completely, because that's kind of what I do. We've done that on a... But, yeah, so you pull out the switch so you get the power back. Then they can put it on. But, yeah... Yeah, that I don't think that'd work. No, it doesn't. So <laughs> that was a bad call on my part. Yeah, because you're gonna have that. You're gonna have that brief moment where that where it crosses the threshold and it loses power for a second until. Kind of just a pinball problem for tournaments. Well, it's. I gotta say, being a tournament director, you need to know the games, though, too. That is very true. How they're gonna behave, what's gonna happen when you do certain things on the games. Because I'll ask, sometimes I don't know all that at District 82, and I'll have to ask Eric, is like, are, are we going to have power? Or, definitely true. But that's your uh, tournament directing tip, listeners. Thank you, Matt. Always a pleasure to ask you such detailed and technical questions. Super genius. You're probably the bi- busiest tournament director in Wisconsin. With that in mind, that means you've seen a lot of games. And that takes me to a viewer-submitted question. That we have now this viewer asks can you think of any hidden gem pinball machines right now in this market 
that you could recommend to someone that's affordable but really fun. Packs packs a lot of punch for the price. I just picked up Pinbot and I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one actually. I was thinking like Earthshaker, maybe one of the Lawler disaster games. Well, Earthshaker's great because it's got everything. But if you went with like, um, let's say, you know, talking like System 11s here, you get a Funhouse or a Whirlwind, then in time you can like upgrade it if you want to the 2.0s or same with like Bride of Pinbot. Bride of Pinbot's a good one. Funhouse and Bride of Pinbot are not System 11s. You're talking five, six thousand dollars for one of those machines, so you know you can still get you can still get some. No, can't you get an Earthshaker like an Earthshaker right now for like three grand or something? That'd be cool. Yeah, I think um, like Whirlwind and Funhouse aren't, they're not really hidden gems. People know about them and they are kind of pricey. Yeah. Sharpshooter, that's a hidden gem and it's got a fun spinner that makes horsey noises. I got picked up mine for $600. I'm going to recommend one I never thought I would, but District 82 turned me onto it and that's X's and O's. Ah. It's really fun with that lame skill shot. I mean, it's not lame. It's a time skill shot. That was the first time I ever yelled at somebody for for starting the game before all the players were there. Yeah, that's a big no-no. In his defense, he didn't know the game enough to know that there's a time skill shot. But he was player one, started the game, and player two was probably out smoking a cigarette. But by the time player two got back, his skill shot had timed out. I know if uh, if Thorin is on that game and there's a problem, he's like, Matt, you go take care of that. I can't. I got to stay right here, <laughs> you know, because he can't leave the game. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know how to do this. No. <laughs> yeah. If you guys at home aren't too familiar with X's and O's, it has a time skill shot, but it's not everything in the game. It will definitely give you that confidence. Like, oh, okay, I got a bonus because you get 100,000 points on the first one. Yeah. Um, you know. But there's other ways to score. You've got a grid, just like in um, Bonus is big Mystic. in that game. Right, you want to fill up your grid. Um, and then it's got some kind of cool shots on the left, where if you make it through, it's like 10,000, 20,000, 30,000. But the, the skill shot advances that shot. So if you make the skill shot, it goes up to like... Oh, that's true, yeah. Maybe starts at 10, goes to 20, and then goes to 40. And then if you can do it... The third skill shot isn't worth jack. It's worth like 30,000 or something, but... In, in in tournament play, yeah, extra balls so off. It, but it still advances your drop targets and that shot on the left. Yeah, the game's got it all. I mean, it's got drop targets. It doesn't have slingshots. No, it doesn't have slings. And that's what I, I kind of like that because it's different. And it's got saucers in the out lanes for a possible luck box ball save or a proper nudge save. Uh, are they reversed like Bally's of that era? Kind of like Vector. Yeah, Vector's reversed. That's one of those, you know, you've played that game like a million times. And then now when you get asked a question about it, you can't see it in your head. Okay. Yeah, I got it pulled up. It's reversed oh, yeah. on the left. So if you see one of those, I'm guessing it's not worth more than $1,500. Definitely uh, worth a worth a play or a buy. Like, I would take this over Kings of Steel. I like Kings of Steel, but it's a, it's a one-trick pony in a tournament. All the shots are good, but if you're in a tournament, that's all you do is hit the right target. All you do. That's it. And we're talking Kings of Steel here. Yeah, Kings of Steel, not X's and O's. But, but the shots are good. It's fun. That could be a, a good starter because it's not it's completely shallow, but lots of stuff you can do. Any other games you can think of? Have you had a, little, had a moment now? Well, I'm just popping on Pinside right now and taking a look. Oh, you can get a Turtles Pro for $5,200. You should watch uh, Johnny Pinball's video. Did you not watch my latest video? He saw the end of it. Oh. The end, yeah, the ending is worth the wait. 
with the Stern Pros and premiums dropping in price quite a bit, definitely a great time to start an arcade if you had some seed money. Yep, but then Stern's advertisements are going to put you out of business. <laughs> oh, man, Kerry Hardy. He set us straight. He told us how to turn him off. Really? I, that, that doesn't bother me at all. I don't <laughs> mind him at all. No, I, I don't even either at home. Like, like how often am I going to see it? You know what I mean? Because... I, I had mine turned off before this this advertisement gate even started because I hated. I've got this weird thing. I don't like seeing people's hands because you know they're like all veiny sometimes. So I had uh, that already turned off. Uh, you got a hand fetish or a reverse hand fetish? I don't like looking at hands. I see. Yeah, that doesn't bug me because like if I'm in front of my game, I'm playing it. You know, like uh, whatever. And it takes a while to get into a track mode anyway. But people gotta be people and complain about something. I think it was all in good fun. I don't know if anyone was super serious that it was like the worst thing that ever happened to pinball. I hope not. Uh, yeah, I guess before we go, uh, I don't know if we've mentioned it too much. Stern's got an Insider Connected app now. Oh, yeah. It works now. It took a while. Hooray. Day one, it crashed. Like right away, it was crashed. But later in the day, it was fine. Because I, I was like, yeah, they don't even work. And then it did. So now you can give Stern your location and your habits to them for free. Yep. I uh, I have not downloaded it yet, and I'm curious if there's if they got anything in there for operators. I think they do because didn't they turn off? Don't you have to get the app? Like you can't log in on their website anymore or something? I could be wrong, but I thought that's what somebody told me. I would guess the mobile site. If you're on your phone, the you know Stern, whatever the mobile site is, probably redirects to the app. But if you're on a desktop, I'm sure it lets you sign in. Oh yeah, yeah, desktop you can still sign in. Sign in fine. Well, you'd have to be, especially as um, an operator to build your leaderboards and all that yeah. good stuff. And I mean, you could do that on your phone, but I don't. I, I like to have a desktop to do stuff. Keyboard like and mouse, that. so much yeah, better. Yeah, exactly. Plus, their podcast is behind that sign in too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but you can get to it from the app now. Yeah, that's nice, I guess. That's one reason to download the app. I always forget they have that podcast. Cause it's but isn't that, don't they charge for that? No, it's free. Because there's like two level, levels of Insider Connected, isn't there? there? The paid version's got extra stuff behind the paywall. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it looks like you can get them. You don't be need need to be voting for Stern's podcast anyway. No, no. Make sure to vote for the Tribal podcast Tri-ball. this Twippy season. Twippy. And hell, why not? For YouTube, vote Johnny Pinball, please. Yep. Together, we can take it. You know, we never did talk about the home pins. Oh, yeah. Home pins. They Stern home pins. They have three of them. Star Wars, Star Wars comic, Jurassic Park, and they're clearancing them. Is that something you would consider buying for $3,300 new? No. That's a great answer to the previous question, though, about something fun to have at home. Yeah, you know, actually, your hidden gem, that actually, that that's not a bad price for what you're getting there. The Jurassic Park, especially. Uh, that one I saw a little bit higher, like 3500 The Star Wars one isn't bad. It, it's fun to play. I just wish, you know, and I don't know, I don't know if anybody's looked into it, but if you could put like a regular size DMD on there, you know, if there's. Yeah, that's the only thing that drives me nuts is that LCD is so small. I bet with a will, if you had access to a full-size cabinet, you could just toss everything in a normal cabinet and it would work. Because they say the play field's identical. Hmm. Other than it's made out of MDF. No, by the time you do that, though, you also just buy a pro. And they, um, they don't have the leaf switch in the lockdown bar. So you have to, if you take you, your lockdown bar off, you have to physically... De- disconnect a wire from the button on the lockdown bar you could either 
hack it with a leaf switch for the better lockdown bar or move the button with it, I yeah. guess. The uh, the Star Wars one I don't like because it's like it it has a ball lock that you lock you you know you lock the ball then you use your other ball to knock that ball out to start your multi ball, but if you drain it just stays there. It's kind of like a TNA TNA kind of vibe. So you can lock steel. Yes, or you could start a game and have multi ball ready. I see. Yeah, and that's just me as a turn. Like if you have a family, that's fine. You know, that's just the tournament player in me getting butt hurt but but i i would play the jurassic park one like i would you know that one's not bad be a good one for like in the bathroom or something like (laughs) (laughs) why don't you go why don't you give us a bathroom check is the toilet still flush i'm good i don't don't flush (laughs) matt you're not gonna believe this there were as many quarters and strikes and spares as there was in like venom really yes that game is so good, though. <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got two things going on there. Non-pinball people love it, and all of the pinball people that just came to Lumberjack Johnny's, they've never seen it, so they all plugged it all into it. That is a great bowler game. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I kind of wish uh, Anderson didn't put the high score so high. I'd be playing it a little more. Well, New Year's, New Year's Eve, we're going to reset everything. Oh, yeah, we're having a... We're having a tournament at Lumberjack Johnny's on New Year's Eve. And we're going to reset all the high scores. It's a high score tournament. Nice. So that's Appleton, yes. naturally. Yeah. First chance to get points in 2024. It'll end shortly after midnight. And uh, Eric Thorne is doing one on the 30th. That will end after midnight as well. I hope I can get to one of these. So a whole weekend of tournaments for New, for new Year's celebrations. I was I, Guys, I was trying to find the quote with Jersey Jack. Since you said uh, that Gottlieb strikes and spares has more coin drop in it, because he was just quoted saying that uh, Godfather was the number one earning uh, pinball machine in the magazine he subscribes to. Oh, I heard that too. This is the November issue of Replay, the industry trade magazine. You know, we advertise on the magazine. Uh, shameless plug. We got the back cover. In this month's operator poll, which is based on operators across the United States earnings, the number one pinball machine on location is the Godfather. Because I was going to say, you need to submit as an operator, Gottlieb Strikes and Spares and Dethrone Godfather is a number one earning game. Well, Dave has a Godfather there. He has a direct comparison. I will. In fact, I empty them both on the same day. So I, I'll be down there. Um, if I don't do it tomorrow, I'll do it Friday. and I'll be able to look at, uh, at everything and have a full report on Strikes and Spares versus Godfather. Nice. I look forward to it. And is this going to be tomorrow? Yes. I can wait. We can just throw that in in post. Okay. All right, guys in Radio Land, you won't have long to wait for the edit. This just in, Strikes and Spares beats Godfather. What? <laughs> Incredible. Wow. A $2,500 game from 1995. Oh, my. All right. We'll take us out of here. Dave, where can uh, everybody find your pinball machines? I have pinball machines at both Lumberjack Johnny's in Green Bay and Appleton. I've got machines at TNC Pub in De Pere and TAQ Brewing in Brewery in Kakana. All right, so get out there and play. Go to Lumberjack Johnny's, throw some axes, have some wings, maybe a beverage. The Sun Drop Sour Beer is uh, always popular. And the, uh, the barbecue pork and chicken that's wheeling out of there is amazing. Oh, that sounds good. 
If you need any reason to go there, they have Labyrinth, guys. Labyrinth. Play Labyrinth. It's a barrel of fun, trust me. And GTF. And Bond 60. And a Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, that might not be there that long. No, unfortunately, I think that one's coming out. It's, uh, I keep having a lost ball issue and I haven't figured it out yet. Pull it in the shop and have Patrick dig into it. Aw. It's a fan favorite. It is. Kind of. Yeah, a lot of people walk right up to it. All right, Matt, where can they find you if the people need to find you? Um, my name is Matt McCarty. I'm on Facebook. I'm friends with a lot of pinball people that I have yet to meet, so I'm always cool with that. And, uh... That's about it, or else listen to Tribal when we uh, drop them, and don't forget to vote in the Twippies. Amen. And I'm Johnny Pinball. You can find me here at triballpodcast at gmail.com. You actually can reach all of us that way. Also on YouTube as Johnny Pinball, and on Facebook as Johnny Pinball. And if anybody, if anybody has some tournament director questions they'd like to stump me with, send it to that email, and any other questions you may have. We'll, we'll gladly talk on the air about him. All right, awesome. Thanks, Dave, for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Great show, guys. Thank you, Dave. All right, Matt. Borg out. Borg out.